and welcome along to the Property Academy podcast by Opus Funders. I'm your host, Tim McKnight. And I'm Andrew Nichol. And tell the show, we're talking about what do people really care about when they buy a house. Now look, a couple of weeks ago, we actually did an episode about what buyers care about when they go hunting. And I promised you that I would go looking for more data. I have found it. I saw a very interesting post, which I was actually tagged in on LinkedIn by listener of the show, Nathan King. Nathan, I know you're listening to this show. And he tagged me in a very interesting post where a former academic from Wellington University, so Victoria University, had done a study, had done her thesis on the changing preferences of what buyers want when they are looking for a house. And she's found out some very interesting things. So we're going to answer this today about how are people changing what they buy. And here's the annoying part about this. I asked Ed if we could do a survey amongst people on this, and he said, oh, we'll only do one if I can't find information that someone else did. This thesis is basically exactly what I was looking for. So what this person did was she'd taken a survey of over 450 Wellingtonians to understand what do they care about. And here's what she found. She found that people care about different things. Who would have thought? (laughs) And she's broken it down into four different categories. You've got people who actually really like to live in high-density areas. Now, bear in mind, this is Wellington. Wellingtonians, you'd expect them to probably like a little bit more high-density than the rest of the country. But I'd expect these results to carry across most of the major cities here in New Zealand. Just over a quarter, 28% of people prefer to live in higher density. Another quarter, 24% prefer medium density. So a mix of standalone houses, apartments, townhouses, but on smaller sections. And then you see 26% of people who like low density. So, yep, standalone houses, a little bit bigger sections. And another 21%, about one-fifth of people, like what she calls really low density or very low density. So these are people who like to live half an hour out of town on a big section, way apart from their neighbours. That's about 21%. And the interesting thing is that what's important to people, what's important to home buyers, changes based on what they care about. Not everybody wants the same thing. I think this is very important for us to recognise as property investors because sometimes we think, well, I like this, so I'm going to buy an investment property exactly what I like because I think that that's what's desirable. But you know what? That's not always what's going to be desirable to everybody else. So, Andrew, what I want you to do is talk to us about what do people actually want and how, you know what, let's just compare between people who like high density and people who like very, very low density, because we can actually see in the data here what these people care about. Okay, so let's talk about high density first, because that's the larger group. So the most important factor to the largest group is number one, affordability. Number two is proximity to shops. And number three is easily commutable by bus, walking or bike. So really interesting that the people in high density, they want to get there without using the car. The least important factors to these people is that it's near a school, that they can commute by a car, and that it's a standalone house and has parking. Okay, so we've got a group of people who like affordability, want to be near shops, easily commutable. And what sort of people would tend to be these sorts of people who like higher density? So these are single people, they're couples without children, and flatmates. And and, and people with flatmates. Okay, so they're younger on average. I know their average age is about 34 and they're more what we call normal income households. They're not way above average. Okay, so let's compare that 
to people who like very, very low density. So the, the other end of the spectrum, this is the 21%. The most important factors to these people is that, one, it has a section. Second, there's affordability. Interesting, still affordability a major factor. And three, that it's a standalone home. The least important factors is it's easily commutable, bus, walk or bike. Number two is can commute by a car. So again, they're not overly fussed about that. And number three is that it's near shops. Yeah, so these are the sort of people who don't care whether it's a 30 commute to work by car. And it's so interesting that you get almost polar opposites. You've got people who really care, number one, about affordability. Two, that it's near to the shops they want to go to, a nice cafe, wherever they want to go, and that they could walk, bus or bike to it. And it's interesting that those people who like high density don't care whether it's near a school. I'd expect it's because those aren't the sorts of people with children, for yes, instance. Yes. Whereas, who are the sorts of people who like low density from the data, by the way? These are families. These are older people. Average age was 42. And oh, 42 is old, is it? <laughs> and I regret that in four years. And they've got a higher household income. Okay. So why do you think that this is really important for people to understand? Well, I think the majorly important thing here, and, and this is something that I know that often a newbie investor will grapple with. So I'll be talking with someone who fits into the category of a lower density desire for their own property. Now, because of that, they apply their same desires for their own house to their investment decisions. So they say, oh, no, but tenants will want a standalone house. Well, that might be true, but actually the largest group here are probably wanting a higher density property. Now, the other thing that's really interesting is the sort of property type that people want based on which of these groups they fit into, high density, medium density, low density, or ultra low density. Now, do you know what was most interesting from this is we've got that group of people, which is 28% of the survey group, that had a really strong preference for high density living. They want to live centrally. Now, what was interesting, Andrew, and this surprised me, is that they prefer to live in townhouses over apartments. In fact, the bulk of people said they didn't want to live in an apartment, but they would if it had the right location, was near the right shops, was easily commutable, and had the right price as well. So that kind of said to me, okay, so people do actually want townhouses, and if you want to live in a high-density area, you would prefer that to an apartment, but you might still go for an apartment, you know, if everything's stacked up and it was affordable, and you needed to do that. Now, let's talk about the 50% of people who fit into that low density or ultra low density. These people prefer standalone houses. Now, they also want to live close to destinations, but these people will either pick a low density option, or they'd even be willing to go for more medium density, be around townhouses and apartments, depending on what's more affordable. And I think that the thing from this thesis, and bear in mind, she would have spent about three, perhaps even four years putting this together. It's incredibly well-researched. I've read all 276 pages. And the trouble with buying a property is that there are a lot of factors that a purchaser will consider when they make that decision. And even people who prefer standalone houses, even people who prefer lower density, will still go to medium density if it stacks up in terms of affordability. But then there are that 21% of people, about one in five people, who just have a strong preference for a standalone house on a large section, and they will almost always pick this option if it's available. And so I think the real question is, well, how can investors use this data? How can investors use this information, Andrew? Well, I think it's really important to understand how people want to live, because 
we see comments all the time, particularly on Facebook, about townhouses being built, and there's lots of them. Who's going to live in all these townhouses? And often these are probably coming from someone who's just got that personal preference towards the lower density group, or that that's where they fit into. But this is not necessarily your tenant or your future buyer who fit into the larger group. And so that's why it's really important to consider, well, actually, maybe what I want isn't the best investment. And the other thing that's really interesting, what prompted that post that the author Nadine Dodge made on LinkedIn is back in 2012, about 10 years ago, only about 6 to 7% of the new dwelling consents in New Zealand were for townhouses and units. Only 6%, that's about 1 in 20. Today, there are more townhouses being consented as a proportion of all dwelling consents than there are standalone houses. So there's been this massive flip in the houses that we are building within New Zealand. And I want to read to you what she wrote because it really struck a chord with me. She said that when she started her PhD nearly a decade ago, a lot of people, including one of my examiners, told me it was a foolish topic. <laughs> Why look at preferences for medium-density housing when it's obvious that everyone in New Zealand wants a big house on a big section? Isn't that interesting? Well, the data suggested they were right. About 90% of dwelling consents were for standalone houses back in 2012. But she says, after surveying 450 people, I found an unmet demand for high-density housing in accessible neighbourhoods. Ten years later, consents for multi-dwelling units outnumber those for standalone houses for the first time across all of New Zealand. The fact that there is demand for medium-density housing is so obvious that it would be a foolish PhD topic. And I think the really important thing to note here is that there has been a change in preference over the last 10 years, and we have changed the sorts of properties that we are willing to live in. And the interesting thing is that there are many more people than I would have thought who are interested in high-density living. Now, bear in mind, the study was done in Wellington. It didn't explore other areas outside of Wellington. Wellington is a relatively metropolitan city, so perhaps the numbers wouldn't be exactly 28% here, 21% there, but I do think it shows a broad trend that people are willing to move more towards that medium-density living and that people are willing to check out townhouses. And so I think this is something that an investor should at least consider when making that investment decision. Let's wrap it up there, but please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the Property Academy podcast. Really does help us get the message out to more people. And don't forget to come along to our upcoming book launch. We are coming. Actually, Auckland has already sold out. All 150 yep. tickets gone. But you guys in Christchurch, Wellington, Havelock North, and Queenstown, can't wait to see you there. The link is down in the show notes, so tap or swipe over the cover art to buy your ticket, 30 bucks, or just go to wealthplanbook.com to pre-order your book. Listening to the Property Academy podcast. I'm your host, Edward Knight. And I'm Andrew Nicholl. And we're going to be back again tomorrow with even more daily strategies, tactics, and insights to help you get the most. Until next time.